Alrighty, alrighty, guys. Uh, welcome to the second episode of the The Lunatic Show. We've uh, been out for a little bit. This uh, I'm Anthony, and to my right I have Hunter, and to his right we have the other brother Christian. Uh, we've been off for a couple of weeks due to me being on overnights. So uh, let's kick it off with uh, you guys introducing yourselves, even though I just did it. Go ahead. Well, my name is Hunter, like Anna says. We, we're being busy sometimes. We uh, heard from a lot of sports going on past couple of weeks. Uh, Christian, hey, quick question for you. How you feel about Roller Cobb is kind of not over, over a watch? And we're, he got five catches, 69 yards, two touchdowns. Well, I think that uh, for his price tag, I think obviously he, sh- he should be uh, producing more. I mean, you uh, you had your franchise quarterback stick his neck out to go get him. And he, um, you know, this is the first game we've seen Randall Cobb actually connecting with Aaron Rodgers how they used to. But, um, I mean, it's a great it's a great first step. But, I mean, you're paying him like $10 million a year. And the guy is finally, uh, I mean, what? four games into the season he he's finally starting to show up i mean which is good i guess but um uh, at the end of the day i guess we'll see uh it, it's a for the green bay packers it's a super bowl or bust because mm. you had a quarterback completely trash the front office of a organization and then you had the organization uh cave to his needs and go and get the people that he wanted and yeah so here we are he produced one week so I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to get overly hyped for uh, Randall Cobb showing up finally. But, hey, welcome to the show, Randall Cobb. Thank God. Well, I was thinking, I heard a kid. I see Packers won three games. I was thinking last week won Saints. It's another kind of rough. I think Aaron Rodgers is getting himself right track than this year to last year. Yeah, we're just all about the Packers today, aren't we? Uh, yeah, so hopefully Randall Cobb can produce. He did it in one week. Um, finally, like you said, um, that week one loss, yeah, that was four weeks ago, three weeks ago. So they've been rebounding, been um, playing lights out, I guess you can say, playing really good football against the 49ers, the Steelers, and the who they beat. Uh, it was the 49ers, the Steelers, and then we beat the, uh, oh, no, don't do this to me. I'm striking out as well. Oh, I think we beat the, the Lions. Oh, and the Lions. Oh, yeah, yeah, the yeah, the Lions. Lions. The Lions pretty... suck so bad that we forgot they were even a, a team that we played. But, yeah, so we're back. Like I said, second episode. Played some, uh, wasn't Azavelli. It was down for my ends. That's all I can say. Don't want to get into it too much. Um, but yeah, we're here. Hopefully, we can make this a continuous thing. We um, should be solid for like the next month or so. I don't go on overnights for a while. So, yeah, enough about, I guess, the Packers. Let's get into the NFL in general. Um, the Buffalo Bills look fucking phenomenal. They, they, they've been playing lights out. I think I saw they were scoring their, outscoring their opponents 122 to 19. So that's an offense I don't want to see. Should be a, an exciting game with them playing against the Chiefs. Big Ben is ass. Clyde Edwards-Hilaire is um, 
finally getting the touches and producing what he needs to do. Uh, the Chiefs, Chiefs are two and two. So, is it just because they're playing bad, and are other teams finally catching up? Is it because they're they're reading Mahomes? Is is Mahomes not playing well? I mean, what's the deal with those guys? You got the Raiders three and one. The Chargers are three and one. And who else is in that division? Oh, the, the Broncos, Broncos are three and one. So, I mean, the Broncos defense is what we know. They're always going to be good. And they'll always keep them in the fight. Justin Herbert, that doesn't surprise me. But the Raiders, I guess the Raiders are more, uh, more of a surprise than what we thought. I mean, what do you guys think? So, here's what I'm going to comment on about the Chiefs. Uh, so, I don't think the defenses are really figuring out uh, Andy Reid and the uh, high-powered offense of the, of the Chiefs. I think it's just the fact that their defense is just so so porous. It's so bad. I mean, they give up like 28 points a game, and in the NFL, I mean, that's almost unacceptable because you're forcing your your uh, your offense to score 30 points a game to beat people, which is this isn't college anymore, you know. Obviously, so you you have to hold people to like almost 21 points and less to to be a competitive team in the playoffs and for the uh, if you really want to challenge for a Super Bowl. I mean, it's great that you. You have a high-flying offense. It's high-octane, and you can fire off on all cylinders. But when you're uh, letting up 28 points or 30 points or however many points they're giving up a game, it's just ridiculous because you're forcing that much pressure on your offense to perform. And it's uh, It almost looks like uh, the Texas Tech uh, football team. Back when we had Leach, we'd have 45-point games, and we'd lose 45 to 48. You know, It's just crazy to see um, such a, a, a well – maintained offense just um you know steamrolling their their uh, opponents but their defense goes around and just gives up a touchdown on one play or two plays and it's just it's too much yeah i agree that's true <laughs> and how about those uh texas tech red raiders oh well, be- before we get into that let's read off who the who the raiders three and one raiders who, who they've beat they beat uh an early season ravens uh for the uh, week one Impressive win. They beat the Steelers, which everyone would say was impressive. But what we're quick, what we're quickly learning about the Steelers, good lord, is that Big Ben is past uh, his prime. Father Time is not only holding his jersey, but it looks like Father Time is actually holding Ben's hand at this point. They beat. They barely beat a very, 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 very terrible Dolphins team, thirty-one twenty-eight. Mm. And then on Monday, they go and get blown out by the Chargers, who is an actual good football team. So I think if um, you played the Ravens again right now, Ravens dominate the Raiders. Obviously, they beat the Steelers again. So I think, to to be fair to them, I think they'd be 2-2. Two and two. Sitting at 500, sitting there with the Chiefs, not too bad. Uh, the Chargers look for real. And the Broncos on the other, on the other thing, uh, does anybody have the Broncos schedule? On who they've played? Um, no, but I can look that up real fast, though. I think Broncos, they, they play Baltimore on past Sunday. I mean, look what Baltimore did to the Broncos. I mean, that wasn't even a game. I mean, it was so bad that uh, um, the head coach of the Broncos came out and, like, was pretty much bashing uh, Harbaugh for, you know, having uh, Lamar Jackson go out and rush for five more yards to get over 100 yards to continue the streak, but... At the end of the day, you 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 get paid millions of dollars to stop that. If you don't like that, you can't dictate how uh, somebody's going to conduct the end of the game. 
That's true. You have to play lights out uh, all four quarters. I'm not saying that they didn't, but for you to go on air and then to to try to bash another head coach because uh, he's trying to keep a streak alive. Hey, man, if you if you didn't like it that much, then you should have played better during the game. And shout out to the Ravens for doing that. Um, they must really hate the Steelers because they start they they tied the Steelers' records for consecutive a hundred rush or hundred yard games in like what forty five games in a row yeah. or something like that. Yeah. It was it was crazy. So the links that the Ravens would go to to tie that record to end up def they're definitely going to be breaking it next week. Then you know if they don't. Regardless of who they play the rest of the season, they can get 100 yards easily with uh, Le'Veon Bell, Latavius Murray, Deonta Freeman, or Devonta Freeman, and obviously Lamar Jackson. But shout-out to Lamar, who got, like, 25 yards rushing, and he threw for, what, like 300-something yards? Oh, yeah. And that was the second yeah. time in his career he's ever done that. So that's that's a crazy stat by itself. But, no, the Broncos schedule – they end up beating the Giants very first game of the season, 27-13. Beat the Jaguars, 23-13. Shut out the Jets, 26-0. And then lost to the Ravens, 23-7. So you look at that schedule. and you, I mean, you look at the Broncos. You look at the Raiders' schedules. Both of those teams uh, haven't really played anybody. The Broncos are the least impressive uh, of anybody with the resume right now because everyone you just listed is absolutely terrible. I think the Jets and the Giants both got wins this past Sunday. And... Uh, the Jags, I think, um, I mean, they have one win, but, I mean, it's 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 very porous down in Jacksonville right now with Urban Meyer and his whole situation, you know, getting grinded on by a woman, not his wife. Mm-hmm. Not And the thing that really gets me, okay, you know, um, it, it was another woman uh, outside of their marriage grinding on him, but, you know, I'm going to focus on, like, you know, they just lost that Thursday, and... Instead of flying back with his team, you lost a close game. Instead of flying back and, you know, getting back and rallying the troops, hey, let's get some film, let's get this together, let's turn, out, let's turn this organization around, we still have a, uh, a chance this season. He doesn't fly back with his team. He goes up to Cincinnati. He's out there partying it up while his team flies back home. He's not there uh, commanding his men, and he's out there doing God knows what, and it's just it, it looks bad. It's a bad look, man. I can only imagine what it would look like or what he would have done back in the day with the Florida Gators and the Ohio State Buckeyes. I mean, losing games like that, there's no telling what was going on with those sorority chicks. So, yeah, welcome to the NFL. Urban Meyer, is he, I don't know. He he really tried to fool people when he put on that Ohio State uh, pulley. You know, he didn't think people would recognize him. But, I mean, uh, man. Urban Meyer really uh really let that one go. So yeah, uh the Chiefs, even though they're two and two, I think um if they can finally um put a turning kit on their um turning kit <laughs> tourniquet <laughs> on their defense, then you know, maybe maybe they'll have a chance. But as of right now, I uh, I saw some like scenarios and some of the teams were like saying that uh the Chiefs wouldn't even make the playoffs. Which is kind of absurd, but yeah, that'd be absurd. It's, it's uh, yeah, I don't. With that, with the high-powered offense like that, regardless if you don't have a defense, oh, uh, all you need to do is just outscore the other opponent, obviously. But yeah, I don't know. Keeping the Chiefs out of the playoffs, I think that's a stretch. If any, I, w- I would put money on them making the playoffs until Patrick Mahomes retires, unless the guy just fucking dies on the field. Then yeah, no, 
they won't make the playoffs, but yeah. I, I forgot to tell y'all. I heard Patrick Holmes, his younger brother, Justin Mahomes, they, uh, his younger brother, his TikTok star, and uh, he poured water and Baltimore Raiders fan and then water in his face. They are suing him for going to court for five years to bend out one man stopping. He's going to change to go to prison in five years. That's Patrick Holmes' little brother, Justin Mahomes. Yeah, and I, I saw that clip, and I really didn't. I just, really just don't understand what the kid's trying to do there. I mean, it's a competitive sport, and uh, you're on the sidelines. I mean, your brother's out on the field uh, making stuff happen. He's the one that's winning and losing. And I know you want to be there, and you want to ride or die for your family. But I mean, that's a bad look. It looks. It makes your brother look bad. It makes your whole family look bad because it shows that uh, you can't even go to a sporting event without you losing your head and then dumping water on somebody. Which is absolutely absurd. Uh, it's just crazy. Um, I mean, and it's not like it's a, a, a well-hidden secret. I mean, everyone saw Mahomes' contract. And, you know, so there's people out there that, I mean, not saying that that was the situation, but they obviously uh, targeted the kid and they knew that he was uh, associated with Mahomes. And so they, you know, wanted to, to troll him, get, get a reaction out of him. And they sure did. Yeah, regardless if your brother's a fucking the, the face of football or he is – worth 550 million dollars or you're a tiktok star you 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 act that way if i was in that situation man i don't know i'd probably fucking punch old boy in the face just just because that i don't give a fuck who you are i don't care what you come from you just don't disrespect somebody like that you know if you can't handle the fucking heat then get out don't 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 throw water on somebody because you can't handle what they said about your brother or your family. At the end of the day, you need to let that shit roll off your shoulders because you know your brother's a millionaire. You're a TikTok star, so why do you care? You know what I mean? I, right. Are you going to go down to the field and throw water in everybody's face when they make fun of him because he sounds like a fucking frog? I mean, I don't know. Hmm. You mean? I mean, I'm sure he doesn't care, but it's just unnecessary shit bringing into his life that he has to probably deal with, and now you're being sued for it, and you know, deservingly so. I realize uh, Mahomes is who he is, but at the end of the day, you don't have the right to treat anybody that way because of your bigger brother and who he is. You know what I mean? Handle your business as a man and uh, learn to take the trash talk and move on with your life because that dude doesn't pay your bills. You know what I mean? Right. Fuck that dude. (laughs) Yeah, so let's talk about those Texas Tech Raiders. And uh, we had an impressive win over West Virginia this past uh, Saturday in in Morgantown. But... um, I mean, yeah, as impressive and as much as, uh, you know, Lubbockites want to go hoo-ha, you know, we beat West Virginia in Morgantown. I mean, we were up 17 nothing, so, I mean, you would expect to win. And uh, we squeaked by with the win, so. Yeah, we should have laid it on them. We're up 17 nothing. run the fucking, run the score up, man. Just, uh, I don't know, teams that get comfortable, regardless if you're in the NFL or not, you need to... Um, just run that score up, dude, honestly, because anybody can come back into the game and, you know, do what they did to Tech. And I, I guess if Tech's not a first-half team, they're a second-half team. If they're not a first-half team, they're a second-half team. So they just need to learn to be consistent and make that seven and add 17 more points to what you just had. You know what I mean? Run, oh, yeah. run that bitch up, man. Just It, it puts the game out of hand yeah. if we score 17 more points. But it's just insane to think that uh, we have uh, people here in Lubbock happy about – a tech victory. I mean, it's a good thing, obviously, but 
it's probably one of the worst West Virginia teams that's uh, probably taken the field in a very long time. And, uh, I mean, I guess it's great that we beat a very bad West Virginia team. Yeah. Um, but I, I, I don't know. I, I'm still not really sold on Texas Tech this season. It's uh, We look very wishy-washy. Uh, like Anthony was saying, we have, we have uh, first half appearances where we show up and we look like we're ready to play some football. And then the second half rolls around and it looks like we, we took off and we're playing a, a spring game. And then there's games where we look like against Texas where we don't want to show up for the first half and then we want to come out in the second half. But by that time, it's already uh, 70 to 35, you know. So What a fucking ass kicking. And to the people that thought we had a chance to go into Austin to – I don't even know what their fucking stadium is called. DK Royal, Royal Stadium. I know that for sure. And go in and beat those guys. <laughs> I mean, I get it. I get why UT wants to go to the SEC. I mean, football is uh, first and foremost in America, and I mean, you you look at you look at this, the Big Twelve in terms of football, and and it's just it's kind of just embarrassing how everyone's kind of settled up. It's basically just Texas versus OU every year, and Texas really showed why they're going to the SEC when they uh, destroyed our little little program. And I mean, I give nothing but uh, props to USC. I know I'm kind of backtracking here for from a few weeks ago but we we missed a lot of time and i wanted to talk about the usc thing and about how uh they actually are a, a football program and you know i mean they get trounced by stanford in their in their home stadium mm-hmm. and their response isn't like hey you know we're gonna give you another season we'll fire the offensive coordinator we're gonna put you on a leash is it in, uh, no uh, you, you get you get you get your ass kicked you get fired and then and then g- good luck isn't graham harrell the oc there yeah, I think so. But and that's yeah. what and that's what shitty is that. Sorry to interrupt you, Hunter. Is that these guys get fired, but unfortunately, it's the it's the fucking players that do the performance. These guys, I don't know. To be a head coach and be in those positions, it's rough because they're not out there throwing the ball. They're not out there making the tackles. They are playing. They are calling plays, but I don't know. To fire your head coach, what two games in, three games in? Yeah, but I think it was like what I think it was like his second or third season with USC. But it it was just uh, the way they responded. That it lets everyone in the in college football and anybody that's going to be applying for the USC job, like, hey man, we take football very seriously. You come to this program, you come to win. We play to win, and we expect nothing but wins. And here you are in Lubbock, Texas. You go and have uh, I I don't even remember what it, but I remember I think I saw Matt Wells's uh, conference. Uh, record and he's like six of like thirteen. It's absolutely abysmal. It, it's it would make you make you vomit if if you saw it. It's, it's just bad. and instead of uh you know us taking you know football seriously and treating our football program like what it's supposed to be or what it used to be used to be a a very prestigious. It was on the rise to become a prestigious program, and uh, no, instead we're like yeah, we'll we'll just fire your your uh, your OC and then uh. Next year, if you don't do good, we're we're gonna spank you. Like, and that's where we're at in uh, tech football, man. Where we're barely beating uh, West Virginia. Oh, uh, very. We're <laughs> <laughs> beating a very bad West Virginia team in Morgantown. And uh, yeah, we have a toss-up game between Baylor and Kansas because I mean, we're talking about Texas Tech here now, so I don't know if we're gonna show up. We'll we always we'll play, play down to uh, Kansas' level. They always give us a, a game for whatever reason. And uh, Baylor, I mean, uh, they're sneaky good, so they, there's a chance that 
Um, I don't know. The all of our games that from here on out are going to be really tight. They're going to be. Uh, they're just going to be. Uh, you know who who has the, who has the better um, the better coaching, and that's really what it's going to come down to. Two more wins to become bowl eligible. So hopefully, hopefully that happens. Of It'll those nice two wins, Tech. who do you think uh, we have the best chance against? Uh, TCU and Bay or TCU, yeah, TCU and I think Kansas. Kansas. Honestly, I feel like Baylor. I don't know Baylor. We played close last year. Beat them on a field goal. Um, Kansas State's always Kansas State. They always find a way to fuck us up. Yeah. yeah. Oklahoma State. Nah, that. Oh, yeah. Going. Yeah, I, where are we at in Stillwater? Right. Does check so. travel? To, yeah. I don't know. I'll I don't check. know. I'll check. Have we played Oklahoma yet? Oh hell no. I no. hope we just forfeit that game. But while you're looking, I mean, you know, Tyler Shuck, he's out. Six weeks. Uh, six weeks broke his collarbone. Henry Columbia, guy came out and he didn't do too bad. Um, Oklahoma State at Texas Tech. Yeah, no, Oklahoma State's too strong. I think they'd come in. They they come in to love it. Probably run the score up on us. I don't know. He did it last year. He had three three touchdowns last year. Two hundred ninety yards against West Virginia last year, and then last week he did no touchdowns. Two hundred and five yards. Who's that? Harry Kermit, Outback Oh, Henry Columbia, yeah. The guy's a stat machine over here to my right, and he just, yeah, he can throw out some stats to you. Um, Who's better, Columbia or uh, Morton? And why do you think we didn't start Morton? Well, uh, no, he's a fourth-ring Uh Man, I'd probably say better athletic-wise, probably Morton. Morton easily. But you get a high school kid – I mean, I don't know what uh, he played. What East Texas? I don't know what I high school so. it was at. I forgot. But I don't know if they were one A, two A. Regardless of whatever it was, you know, the boy came in and you know he's a big time recruit. I think he's one of the highest rated quarterbacks we we've got we've ever had. But athletic wise, I think Morton. But you know, you put him in an offense like this, you know, high school to college. I think Columbia, just because he's been here for a year already. You know, and there's no telling what kind of offense we ran. Uh, we what kind of offense he ran at Utah State with uh, fucking dumb and dumber dude. What's his name? Yost. Coach Yost. Yeah. Ugly prick. He was a <laughs> terrible offensive coordinator. Yeah, and I mean, uh, he's Christ. terrible. But I mean, he was hand selected by the head coach. So I mean, just for him to be the fall guy, like I'm saying, like nah, we're terrible. not taking we're not taking football serious in, in Lubbock, Texas. And for anybody that thinks that you know we have a shot in hell at a being a competitive football program when you have uh, that kind of selection and you, you look like the way you did last year and the year before that, like, I mean, come on, guys. We we we've grew up during the, the Leach era, you know? So we know what an offense, we know what a team looks like, we know what, what we're capable of, and it, it's just – it's very sad. And I, and it's just – Shout out man. to Leach beating A&M. Ooh. That was a – they won, I think, 23-20. Oh, yeah. As – you know, I'm glad that he can do that. It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't it's know. Funny, it's funny that after all these years, you know, after all those Big 12 meetings and all those little things where Leach was the, the odd man out, he was kind of the the the, the leprosy there. He he, he looked like the, the weird kid. He stinked like piss, I imagine. That's what they said behind his back, and they made fun of him in the Big 12 meetings. And look at him in the SEC. Guess And look, he, he took A&M, he spanked him. 
And now OU and Texas want to go over there and they want to go compete in the SEC. And guess who they're going to run into? They're going to run into their longtime piss-smelling friend, Mike Leach, who now can recruit athletes and and calibers from five to three stars instead of getting three to one stars. Yeah. So, you know, it's funny how life comes full circle now. And then for anybody sorry to interrupt you, Hunter, you just got to kind of hop in there and just uh, over-talk people is what I guess I'm learning in this. Um, My bad. But for anybody that is going to hate on Cincinnati, those fuckers went into South Bend and beat beat Notre Dame. So I don't know if Notre Dame, I don't know if that was a top 10 matchup, but – yeah, Cincinnati's the real. I mean, are they? Um, evidently, they have to be. I was the real deal, ask you, aren't they? Are they real enough to be considered competitive enough to play against Georgia and uh, Alabama? No, I want to say no, because Alabama and Georgia—they're just on a different level, and that's not any disrespect to Cincinnati or even Notre Dame. It's just—I don't know. I, don't, I mean, Notre Dame's just not a powerhouse. Name, I mean, name wise, yeah, but I don't. I, you see him on the field. You see him. We've seen him in the college football playoffs, and they're just fucking at. They're just, they're like Oklahoma. They get in and they play some real competition, and they fold. Mm. You know what I mean? Fair. And I don't know. Maybe they were at Brian Kelly and the the Fighting Irish were having a off day that night. Rudy wasn't in the stands with them, but <laughs> Cincinnati. <laughs> I, if Cincinnati can go into South Bend. And run the table like they did on on Notre Dame. Oh, they'd come into the Big Twelve and they they run that shit. Honestly, I mean, besides OU and Texas leaving, uh, who who do they have to compete with? I I think uh, Oklahoma State. True. I, I and I'm gonna sidestep kind of this entire topic, but I'm thinking about Cincinnati coming to the Big Twelve, and then Oklahoma going to the SEC. You have. So many teams with the same exact colors that I wish we could go and just like redo the whole colors thing and, you know, throw some bright ass teal and pink in some of those jerseys. Cause I mean, in the SEC, you have Alabama, you've got AM, and now you're going to have Oklahoma, and then you've got Arkansas, Mississippi State. They're all, they all look the same. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like Jesus. And then yeah. you got Tennessee, and then you got UT in, in, in the same uh, conference potentially and then you have cincinnati and texas tech like that is just that is a lot of like just of the same the same colors like just a lot of the same shit and then i can see oklahoma wearing those stupid fucking cream jerseys and those things are ugly yeah it's like a a a knockoff version of a white i don't know what that is is that i mean it's just like i I don't like those cream jerseys i don't know what it is i don't i mean i like i i don't like tex gray jerseys there's nowhere gray in our our colors no give us a let us wear some red helmets i like those red helmets those were those those things were sick yeah those were nice those were nice i like those a lot the texas tech red raiders yeah not the not the gray raiders i mean gray's cool but i'm just not a fan of it um yeah the black the white the red you know let's have a, a red a red helmet with some black jerseys uh you know we have the blackouts which is uh we have a blackout this weekend you know, but I am going to change this subject real fast. Um, Liverpool and Man City. What a fucking game that was this weekend. Crazy. You know, Liverpool scored, Man City scored. Liverpool scored, Man City scored. It was just back and forth, kind of on the edge of your seat, 
soccer game or a football game you'd like to see. You know, Liverpool's in second place, I think, with 15 points or 16. And then Man City's in third with either 14 or 15 points. And then Chelsea's at the top. So, I don't know. What a, what a football game that was this weekend. And shout out to uh, the Reds. Hunter, how'd Barcelona do? I see the the crap. We're in ninth place right now. Good lord, ninth place in in La Liga. Yeah. yeah. Good lord. Real Madrid are first place right now. Actual Real sixth place. Okay, we lost three games for real, and then we lost the game efficiently too. So, are you still a Barcelona fan? Or are you a PSG fan because Messi left? What is, are you? You no, stay true I, to Barcelona? No, I'm still with Barcelona. My sister, that's 15, became a fan. I watched Messi at 15. When he left, I know, man, I was still support Barcelona. They are trying to get new managers and new coaches, too. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's good. I mean, I don't know. Ever since Messi left, obviously, He's no so one's cool, really too. stepped up to the plate. They lost Neymar. Luis Suarez, Messi. Uh, who else do they have there? Oh, goalkeeper from Russia. Uh, they've Steve. got who they, they have. Uh, maybe the, probably the best talent that they have is that Ansu uh, Fati kid. Yeah. What about Dembele? Uh, I think he's just so injury prone that it just doesn't even really matter. I mean, he could probably have the next two seasons and they could be spectacular, but uh, I, I don't even think it'd come close to what people were expecting of him. So uh, I can definitely see this being his last season at Barcelona, and then they offload him. And would you want him at Liverpool? Um, no, just because I don't know who I would I would uh, play him over. Uh, he's not better than Sadio. He's not better than Mo. Mo's, Diego, Mo's been on a fucking team. yeah. Diego Jota has already shown that he's uh you know first first choice uh, material. So at, at this point it. If you're going to replace somebody in our front three, then it, they have to be better than the people that they're that they're going to come in for. So, so do you, you think Jota's uh, better than Bobby? Because Bobby's pretty good. I think he's. Bobby, I think he brings better attacking to the team than Bobby does. Bobby, obviously, uh, I love Bobby. Bobby, I, I'm a Bobby stand dude. Bobby is my guy. Uh, I think he, for the longest time, was one of our better players on Liverpool. And you could argue with me on that all till you're blue in the face. I don't care. Mm. Bobby Firmino, the the the, the flair, the, the 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 joy that he brings, and just the the creativity he brings to the game and to the Liverpool just really sets him apart from a lot of people. But Diego Jota, uh, he just man, he he's a he's a full on. <laughs> well, I had quick question both my brothers, but. I remember y'all playing FIFA. Firmino, let's go. Y'all playing FIFA in soccer. Y'all like BAP. Why both y'all became Liverpool fans? Like, what year What year y'all became fans in Liverpool? Okay, so this is a very interesting question. So do you want to go into this, or do you want me to go into this? Yeah, no, I was, I was playing the music. Sorry, Hunter. Yeah, Hunter, he was asking us what, what, uh, what, us, what propelled us to be Liverpool fans. And I think it was one year in uh, FIFA. I remember being – I was playing an exhibition match, and and I think Did, I – I think you're, you're, you're too far ahead still. I don't even remember. Uh, shoot. I don't even, yeah. Are, I don't are you ready for it? Didn't Dad get us jerseys? No. It was uh, 
Well, Dad, I think Dad gave his jerseys back when we were kids. We didn't know anything about that. It was Carlsberg. I, that's all I remember. It was. Uh, we were playing. I think it was FIFA 13. They didn't have a uh, a career mode, which was really weird at the time. So we were playing online, and we were playing BVB. And you know, at the time, BVB still had um, uh, Lewandowski. They had Marco Royce, and they that's had when they Aubameyang. Were in their primes. In their they primes. had uh, um, the uh, the midfield midfield of the Japanese uh, Kagawa. They had uh, they had um, uh, Hummels was young back then. They were uh, forced to be reckoned with in the Bundesliga, and, and we used to play online. And they were so fast, they were so good that Anthony and I got to like Division One within like. I mean, we've never played FIFA before that, so this is all just like all happening. So we got to Division One within like forty games. We were just on a tear, and the next FIFA came out like literally like two weeks after we got to Division One. We got that FIFA. They had a career mode, and I remember my brother. Saying like, "Hey man, like, I really want to play with uh, in the English Premier League." And I was like, "Yeah, I mean that sounds cool, man." I was like, "I really don't, I really didn't know anything about soccer too much." And at the time, uh, the reason why we chose BVB is because my dad used to deliver papers, and and it would be at like three o'clock in the morning. We get home, and we weren't tired, so we'd go watch some some sports or something. And the Bundesliga was on, and we'd put it on the Bundesliga, and it'd be BVB versus uh, Bayern Munich. And so that, that's kind of how. We started playing with BVB online. Well, my brother, Anthony, he uh, plays career mode, and he's trying to find an English Premier League to play with. And he's like, man, you know what? I want play. With, I don't want to play with a team that's too good. I kind of want to play with a team that kind of sucks, and they have a little bit of money. That team so happened to be Liverpool. And I think man, it's funny you say that because one of the reasons what made me play with them is – I I was sitting in our I was sitting in my room, and I I went to I went to YouTube, and I typed in English Premier League fans that sing, and literally yeah you'll never walk alone came on, and I listened to that and I was just like yeah that's the team, and I and I remember you were in your room and I think you had just started dating Destiny, and I was like no nah, this is. This is the fucking yeah, club right and here. And I think I remember you telling me, like, hey, bro, come come listen to this. And then uh, I know one of the songs, uh, you know, Chelsea's one of their hated rivals, and the Liverpool supporters were singing, fuck off, Chelsea FC, you ain't got no history. And I was like, dude, that's sick as fuck. And I, that's what made me one of those, <laughs> you'll never walk alone in that song. And then in that little chant they had, yeah, no, that I think that's what made me become a fan. But or made up, yeah, made me become a fan. And I ended up showing you, and you yeah. just kind of ran with the two. And, we ended up started playing with them in uh, FIFA online, yeah, and that's when they—it I mean, was like the kind of the the really at the tail end of uh, Steven Gerrard's tenure with Liverpool, and it was just—I just remember the first time I heard "You'll Never Walk Alone," and it just the the goosebumps and, and and the amount of emotion. I don't even know how I got that that much emotion from from a song, but I could feel it like coursing through me. It was just—it was at that moment I just knew that, yeah, that that was the club, and that that was the that that's who I was gonna support until I die. And, mm-hmm. It's yeah, just crazy. It's just crazy how everything happens. And, and yeah. it just so and then this is where it gets even crazier. So Anthony shows me Liverpool. I fall in love with the club. And we we're playing, we we're playing online. We're we're getting everything. And then the next year they they uh, they do they do like they do okay, but Brendan Rodgers is uh, you know, in in threat of being sacked. And they start throwing around then somebody's name uh Jurgen Klopp. 8-2. And you would not believe where he coached before uh, he came to Liverpool. BVB. Life 
It's a it's a circle, man. He took it them. all comes full circle. He uh, and what's crazy about Jurgen is he came. He went to Bruce. He went to Borussia. But okay, so when he before he went to BVB, he was at Mines, and he didn't really make him relevant. But he made you know they were uh, competitive, competitive enough to be uh, you know. And then they he went to BVB, and they ended up winning. The ended up shocking, yeah. Ended up shocking uh, FC Bayern, who who's notoriously known for uh, running the Bundesliga. So, so he he took them with a young Marco Royce and you know Lewandowski, Lewandowski, um, Kagawa, um, Abamyang, Abamyang. I mean, he took a team like that. Just a disgusting attack. And they end up winning the the Bundesliga, and then you know. After they won that, I think they got a couple third places, and then uh, they just went separate ways and came to Liverpool, and he did the same thing where he took a team that was uh, had a bunch of history, uh, kind of fell off after a while, and then you know he worked with what he had, Mamadou Sako, uh, Colo Toure, <laughs> Lucas Leva, some you hey, know, unlucky. Lucas was actually I liked Lucas. Yeah, I liked he wasn't, him a lot. He wasn't like Fabino now. But for a Liverpool team back then, he was pretty good. I mean, I don't even know who I, was Christian Benteke, uh, Mario Balotelli. Dude, we had some terrible. I mean, Bar- uh, yeah, we had some terrible strikers. Uh, who else was there? I mean, obviously we had a young Jordan Henderson who nobody liked because I mean, I've always been a trying huge to fill fan. In. Ever since uh, I've been a, a supporter of Liverpool, Jordan Henderson's always been. He's always been somebody I was like, man, if this guy. If it finally clicks for him, he's going to be the best player on the pitch. And it has. Sure, it certainly has. This poor bastard hasn't even fucking said a word over here. And he's just like. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because we're talking about Liverpool. He's yeah, Barcelona. Yeah, yeah. But uh, all right. All right. So I could talk about Liverpool all day because I love Liverpool. And I will throw I, I, in one I thing. No Go ahead. Liverpool. I had no hate in Liverpool. Yeah, no. That was a phenomenal comeback we had a couple years ago. Against Barcelona. Uh, but against Barcelona. I remember Hunter. You one know, of the best they fucking went soccer in. games ever watched. They went into. Uh, uh, Barcelona into Spain and the uh, Barcelona hung three zero on us three nil and you know we didn't have Salah we didn't have certain people in our lineups when the game went back for the second leg at Anfield and it was just kind of like after that first goal Henderson got it was just kind of a roll shout out to Wijnaldum you know now he's at PSG and I I see people hating people hating on his Twitter saying yeah. he passes the ball too much or he 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 holds it too much and it's mm. just like. I don't know. Maybe it's just a different style of play. And so this is kind of like the last thing that I'll kind of touch on about uh, about soccer, football, however you want to uh, say it, wherever you're from. The reason why I, I – and I, I'm a football player. You know, I grew up playing football from the time I was like 10 all the way until I was uh, 18 years old. I played varsity football, grew up watching football, always, you know, thought football was everything. Then Anthony got me to fall in love with soccer. But the, that's just the one thing that separates soccer from uh, American football is just the fact that – the unbridled passion that the fans show at the games, like their chants, like they, these chants, they're new in, in certain years, but for the most part, they, they're they're chants that are handed down uh, uh, Generation. through generations. I mean, yeah. you go to a football game uh, from uh, an NFL game, and you're going to be hearing defense. Like that's just Boy, that doesn't fuck. get me hyped, man. That is, how does that get anybody? You just <laughs> chant defense. Yeah, you chant or you I go oh, oh, and then it's a kickoff, like. Yeah, that's just the unbridled passion that the, the, the yeah. uh, soccer fans have for the game, and then the the game itself. It, it's so uh, it's so back and forth that anything can happen. It just takes one moment, one stroke of brilliance, and, and the game is is a whole new thing. And 
I don't it, know. It's how. not heavily polit- uh, politicized like football, so I, that's what I like. I don't know how people say soccer's boring or baseball's boring. I don't know. I just yeah. Well, if you stay on home, but same thing. Yeah, I don't know enough about Liverpool. Well, I'll, I'll say one thing is how he was talking about the history and the chance and this and that. You know, hopefully, you know, when people say they speak things, it'll come in fruition. You know, if you speak right. about it, it'll happen. Right. So I'm going to go ahead and throw it out on the air. Uh, my wife and I should be going to Liverpool in March of 2022. Oh, shit. We're planning on it. So they play March, I think, 19th or the 22nd, one of the two, against Man United. Hey, you know what? And we're looking at club seats, and we're supposed to be flying out from Lubbock to Houston, Houston, straight up to London, land in London, take a train, uh, one of those days, or a flight to 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 Rome or France or wherever the Leaning Tower of Pisa's at in Italy. I don't know where it's at. Uh, yeah, we're gonna go see that, and then we're gonna come back to London, take a train from London back to Liverpool. And then spend the rest of the time in Liverpool to go see the history and everything else and then see a, a, a football game at Anfield against our literally I, – I, I fucking hate Man United. And we're supposed to see that And that's that kind of how you know we're, we're real soccer fans is because we fell in love with the club because of the song and because of their history versus you know somebody like a Man U fan who falls in love with them because they're successful, they win, because they had – Wayne Rooney, they had Cristiano Ronaldo at one point. And because everybody else likes him. Exactly. Like him. So. Exactly. They were the Yankees yeah, of soccer. So. Yankees. Come on. I but hate yeah. the Yankees. Fuck the Yankees. Yeah, we, I'm glad uh, they lost. Go wet, go Red Sox. Oh, uh, shit. Uh, I, I hope he wasn't going <laughs> to say wet or WBs or something because you're going crazy with that. Go West Sox. <laughs> go Red Sox. <laughs> I pledge allegiance to the wild. That's right, baby. Go, go Red Sox. The only reason why I say that is because when I was a little kid, we lived in Abilene, Texas, and this boy is a – a fucking Boy Scout or a Cub Scout, and he just couldn't say world for some reason. It, 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 it I was, was a Cub Scout, time, yeah. and uh, luckily I got out of that because uh, uh, the Scout Masters were not good people, apparently. Yeah. Apparently they hang out with people from the uh, Catholic churches. That or the the backwoods of West Virginia. Oof. But I don't know, Hunter, what do you got to say? I mean, me, me and Christian have pretty much been on the mic the whole time and uh, really haven't said anything. We've been talking about our favorite teams. Well, I mean, uh, I got a question for you. If you're going tripping in one way from Liverpool, what should you buy Christian jersey if you're going to Liverpool? Oh, of course. Of course, I have to. Like, you don't understand. Like, I mean, I've kind of changed the mindset uh, on the way I think about things. Like, if I have something, I want you guys to have something. So I, it, I'd get you one, too. You're not a supporter, but you buy one there. I have to. It's I just one of those. True. It's like, I mean, I'll even fucking take some grass or a piece of dirt. And stuff it in a water bottle and leave it in my and leave it in my bag just to be like, hey, show it. Hey, yeah, this is this is from another part of the world. So, like I said, I that's hope it sick. happens. Um, enough about soccer. We're already forty three minutes into this, so that's what yeah, happens when just, you have a good yeah, time. You just get start rambling um, on. Yeah, we we just got into the yeah literally thick of it. Um, I think this is probably longer than the last episode we had. I don't know if we. I know the White Sox play. Tomorrow. The White Sox play tomorrow against the Astros. I know who's throwing Hunter. Uh, why? Lance Lynn. Yep. He's uh, game one and game two and Lance. So, is it a five-game series? Or is it only three games? Three games. That sucks. And what's what's shitty about that is the White Sox finished, what, 93 and 68? Yep. 93 and 69. And what did the Astros finish? I think 90. 
Oh, so they had a better record than us? Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I mean, the Astros are... Hopefully they don't cheat and bang on trash cans in the dugout, but hopefully our boys can come out there and Tim Anderson and the boys can uh, do what they do. It's exciting. I love I love postseason baseball and I love October. True. Uh, baseball is so interesting, and yeah, I'm glad. Uh, I'm not big. I'm not too big on the White Sox like you guys. I'm still a fan, and uh, I kind of have my hands in two pools. I, I'm a Giants fan, obviously, but uh, I hope you guys Best win. Team. I hate the Astros. I hate what they did to baseball yeah, and how they got away hate with the uh, Astros. Pretty much just cheating their way to a uh, World Series. That's uh, and they even yeah. super disgraceful, man. Yeah. Like this just doesn't even take it away from them either. They just kind of, yeah, we know you guys cheated. We're gonna suspend you guys and then you you fire uh, the head coach asterisk or you asterisk. I don't even know if you asterisk, but you, you don't have Barry Bonds. You don't have uh, Sammy Sosa. You don't have Mark McGuire. I get it. Those guys were in a st- in the steroid era of baseball, but I mean, you pretty much like. But didn't they make it fun though? Yeah, they did make it fun. It was <laughs> awesome. Yeah, it was and, and you you like withhold their names from certain records and stuff, but you have the Astros. Who are with, blatant, yeah, blatant cheaters, cheaters and you yeah. and it's just and that's and then, bad luck. And then to another, let me throw in something else. Pete Rose, oh yeah, for betting on betting on some games, yeah. And the motherfucker's not going to get in the Hall of Fame because he betted on games where you got cats whistling in the dugout. Oh, he's probably banging shit. someone's well, wife, dude. That's the only uh, yeah. that makes sense. I, yeah, they talk about each row. Say Pete Rose said each row is not three thousand hit master. Pete, Pete, Rose, yeah, Pete Rose is fucking hit. yeah. Then I guess Pete Rose, cocaine's a hell of a drug. <laughs> Ichiro's a, a once in a lifetime player like I don't know come from Japan all the way over here to the US and he's a legend man yeah I, I who has a bigger baseball, impact on baseball yeah. both question for both of you guys I, I know where you're going Otani easily Ichiro or Otani Otani really over yeah. Ichiro I mean Ichiro don't get me wrong he did a lot of positive things he he, he did what he did I mean he kind of kick started it I guess you could say but the one that really took over I mean Ichiro wasn't a pitcher Ichiro didn't hit 48 home runs. Ichiro didn't strike out 100 and something batters and had a 3.19 ERA and went 9-3. and three. Here I am with the stats, but I just saw that on Twitter the other day. Nah, I think Otani's – I think he's changed the sport. Yeah, he did. That's kind of like – he did some Babe Ruth type shit. We hadn't seen mm, – I mean, I hadn't fair. seen okay. him. I mean, I've only heard about it. But, I mean, Ichiro kind of kick-started it, but Otani – you got to give credit when credit's due, and Otani says, you know, you know, Ichiro and whoever else he looked up to, but no, no, I think Otani. Otani's one of those once in a lifetime players that's like, the guy comes in, hits a home run, and strikes out ten. Who do you got, Hunter? Well, any speaking facts, I'm going to Ichiro, because Ichiro, I've been watching Ichiro. I was grew up, cause he's like, I know he's like we won eight times, going well, a great outfit, and he's great speed. But he's, he's not coach anymore. He's still like office with Seattle, with help a team find someone like Anastasia Atani. Atani has changed baseball because he'll be future, uh, future famer, like hands down. But I say a new face. I, I always anybody out there who play like overseas, like Japan, Korea, or. Any kind of sports, baseball, come in U.S., come baseball, U.S., USA. We need to have better two-way pitcher, like instance, pitcher or hitter. I want to see more of that in the baseball in the future. Yeah, I'd like, I'd like to see some of that, too. What else you got? I mean, we've hogged the mics. Um, what do you, what, yeah, what do you uh, let's see. Uh, I think I had another question for Hunter. Um, I wanted to see – oh, you know what? I know what I was going to ask you. 
What's going on in Special Olympics? What kind of uh, what are y'all training for? What's the uh, what's the event? Uh, flag football. Flag football. We're we're different two years ago. What what position are you playing? I say I could do all of them: quarterback, running back, receiver, all lineman, center, uh, defense, same thing. My backer, free safety, safety, corner, slot corner, uh, slot corner back, and all that. You could say that. I'm not fast or speed, but sometimes I have better figures. He has heart. Is what it boils down to. You don't need to be the fastest. You don't need to be the biggest. You don't have to be the tallest. You don't have to be the person that catches the ball a lot or whatever. The boy shows up in time. The boy shows up when he when when you need him to show up. Uh, I'm a Special Olympics coach. He's on the A team with me. <laughs> the guy, the, the the dude, didn't score any, hardly any fucking points during the tournament. But boy, I when I needed when we needed against Coronado few years back okay, came out and fucking scored six straight and i was just like jesus christ why couldn't you do that you know previously we ended up winning a close game honestly so if it wasn't for his six we wouldn't be where we're at but yeah no he comes up clutch i mean let me ask you he's got the deluna blood are you gonna are you gonna get into special olympics everybody else is mom's involved hunter's an athlete mom yeah. sits on the board dad's a coach i'm a coach marissa's a coach or, or i know you got a family but you know it'd be nice Volunteer, get your name out there. We'll we'll see how the future, uh, how it plays out. We'll see what what happens career wise. Career wise for me, Jesus, there's a lot of R's you got to roll there. Career wise, um, so you know, um, I'd love to do it. Um, I honestly would love to be a, just like a little league coach or a uh, or an umpire. Not not an umpire. I'd love to be a little league coach. I'd love to coach coach like a little baseball team or a little. Uh, True. Uh, football team. I think that'd be really cool. But uh, no, I'd love to be a Special Olympics coach. I just got to see what happens for me in the future. So, I, I don't it's just now. I'm just I'm just really tired with work, and it it sounds like an excuse, but yeah. I yeah. Done, I done Special Olympics. I was about six years old. Cause all kids out there who disability like me, I mean, is it how to be, like like my brother says, be perfect or right along? Cause I knew. See me stuttering on the mic, talk like crazy and stuff, speak about facts, sports. All kids out there, be who you are, be yourself. Don't listen to people what you say at work or school or go somewhere. You have brothers or sisters. I have two brothers on my side, no matter what, till, till I die. Because they always support me. Like, we're all famous. We all help and love each other one time. And uh, for me, as my brother, I treat a bus, my both my brothers being with me for whole sports events. And I did for my brother for coaching. But he's learned from me my speech problem and Christian safety too. Learn from me speech problem too. We're, we're not like Yes, I talk crap my brothers sometimes. I go off with my brothers. I still love my brothers, no matter what. That's true. Bless be the last. And my niece. I treat bless with my niece last. But I had a girlfriend. Yeah, shout I, out to my nieces. Love both of them. Yeah. I had a girlfriend. And I, Me too. I don't get my girlfriend name out. I um, keep myself. So. Boy, got, he, got, he got heart right there. I don't want to say soft because he spoke from the heart. So, 
Yeah. If you guys got problems with handy handicapped kids or special needs, fuck yourself. That's all I can say. Matt Wells. Matt Wells. If he doesn't secure a bowl game this season, he's out. Is he out? Oh yeah, he has to be. If he in bowl games, I say he will stay. If, if not, he'll be fired. Okay, let, let's let's play let's play a scenario. Yes. What if fired. he beats a a good? No, not even a good. What if he beats an Oklahoma team? A surprising, a shocking upset. Loses to Oklahoma State. Mm. Loses to Iowa State. Mm-hmm. Beats Baylor. Beats Kansas. And then loses to Kansas State. How do you in, feel? That puts him at seven and five, right? I think it's six and six. Because you just you need to well, wait. Tech, no, no, no. You're right. Seven and five. Seven and five. Seven five. Yeah, so they got to play TCU. How does that make you feel? Does that make you we feel happy? Seven and five? Yeah. Oh, we haven't gone seven and five since 2013, 2012, right? Cliff Cliff Kingsbury first year. That that year we started off seven and zero, and we lost five games in a row. I just like that. And then we ended up losing the fucking bowl game, I think, and we went seven and six, but. That's Man, true. after Tommy Tuberville and everybody else, I mean, we we shout out to that fucking clown. Yeah, fucking clown. His <laughs> wife's a murderer, uh, douchebag, cocksucker. Uh, yeah, no. We went seven and five. Uh, Cliff Kingsbury's first year in 2013, and that was the last time we were relevant. I think you know. So if he goes seven and five, I don't want to say that. I hope they extend the guy, but I mean that's the best we've ever had since 2013. True. Well, he like and it says that we got the Corbett, Coach Warren's son. He Corbett Lomas Texas. His dad coached at Martin High School with my both brothers. Yeah, shout out to Coach Morton, James Morton, legend. That's right. Boy has legs. That's from, right. Legs from <laughs> hell. I don't know. He's just a massive dude. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, Matt Wills. All you gotta do is win two more games. I'm I'm just happy. I talked about it with the kid today, Brendan, uh, at work. We just need two wins, and I'm happy with the 6-6 six and six season. All right, let me ask you all this. This is a good question right here. This is an everyone question. Tag us on Twitter at uh, the Lunatic Show. We don't have a Twitter handle, so you're welcome. Um, if you could redraft in fantasy football right now, starting in week five, right. and you had the first pick, who would you draft? Who was the consensus number one here? I told myself I wouldn't sleep on Derrick Henry. And when he was cool. when he was there, I think I took Zeke. And I hate myself. Well, Derek, I mean, Zeke's I been doing really well. The last or couple Jack. weeks, but Derrick Henry's like 49, 30-something. Fucking 30-something again, like. If I could redraft, I, I would go with Derrick Henry. Mm-hmm. I mean, the motherfucker went out for 100-something yards, did three touchdowns, had 49 points. And I've lost games. I lost my, fir- my first game I lost. It was like by, by five. Got absolutely fucking shellacked by Richard and then lost 133 to 118 to Mojo. And if I would have had a Henry-type player, or even himself, yeah, I think I would have won some of those games. I wish I would. Yeah, I, so to answer your question, yeah, I wish I could go back and redraft because. You take Derrick Henry in number one. Yeah, yeah. Or I wouldn't have even passed on Terry McLaren. God damn, my, my receivers suck. What about you? What would, who would your first round pick, first pick be? 
As I say, right, right, and it says, I'm going to go with Dick Harry because I have Dick Harry on my team. He do do great stuff for I like that kid. He's great, great horse horsepower. Yeah. You? Uh man. Seeing my team and then uh I don't even know, man. Honestly, uh uh probably Tyreek Hill. Oh yeah. Tyreek Hill's been a stud all year Five and persons. uh he literally tore up this past week with 47.9 points in fantasy. Uh, eleven, I think it was 11 receptions for 186 yards, three touchdowns. I mean, it's not going to stop. It's never going to stop. He's too fast. He's too quick. You can't really match up against him. And um, yeah, man, that's that. That would be my first my first pick, Tyree Kill. Yeah, I don't know fantasy. I wait so long for it, and when it gets here, it's. Yeah, it's miserable. It's miserable. Sure. I root against the Packers, and I got to root against other players like Mahomes. And I don't know. Sometimes I hate fantasy, but I love it a lot. It's I won't do three sure leagues. Sound. Yeah, I won't do three leagues after I'm, this I'm in Zach's league. and I mean, my, I got Aaron Rodgers, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, David Montgomery, Devontae Adams. Shout out to fucking DJ Moore. DJ Moore's a stud. Uh, Dustin Knox, I got. I mean, Dawson Knox. Dawson yeah, Knox is Dawson really Knox, good. Yeah, I got. I got. I got a fucking solid team, and I'm one and three. People have been averaging like one sixty on me. What's your record? I'm up one thirty. I'm one and three in Zach's, one and three in Dad's, and three and one in yours. And I hated. Remember when I told you about my team and I hated yeah. it in your league? I, I'm fucking three and one. I don't know. Exactly. I'm a tattoo. Uh, that's me. I'm a tattoo. Oh, batting 500 in both leagues. Very nice. You? <laughs> I don't count my work league. Uh, I feel bad for those guys. I'm 4-0 in that league. Still undefeated. 3-1 in the league that I manage with you guys. And then I am 1-3 in dad's league. Yep. And I, 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 I fucked myself with that trade. I, I, I think about that and it makes me hate my team. I should have got James Robinson. I should have got. He should have treated Josh like he was Amari higher. Cooper. I, I don't know. I just didn't think DeAndre Swift. I th- I thought I was gonna fleece it, but I got fucking fleeced, and I hate myself. I don't even want to manage it. I'm at the point where I'm ready to trade uh, Lamar Jackson. I'm at the point where I'm ready to trade. I've been looking to shop DeAndre Hopkins. I don't know. That's what, what a terrible that's... fucking team I have. Yeah, I just got to write the storm. It's fantasy. There's ups and downs. There's highs and lows. It's just. I don't know. It, it ebbs and, and flows. It, it, it'll it be all right. It's, it's just, yeah, it's fantasy. It's miserable while you're losing. But goddamn, one of the greatest things when you're winning. So, nah, Boy, you we'll just like got to hold out the storm. Yeah, I had Tyson Williams, Tyson Williams, and now he's not even relevant. So, I dropped him, put in a thing for Damian Williams, and got outbitted there. Try to get. Some um trying to go for some Maj P Ryan because Joe Mixon is hurt. I ended up getting Latavius Murray. Didn't realize he was thirty one years old. And then I don't even know who my other running back is. Oh Zeke, I got Zeke Murray in there. And then I'm stuck with Tyson Williams, and I'm dropping him. And I'm trying to pick up P Ryan and. I don't know. I guess somebody else. I don't know. My team sucks. You should try to. Um, you want DeAndre Hopkins? I'll give him to you. No, you should try to trade for um, Alexander Madison because apparently 
Dalvin Cook's been dealing with. He's going to have a, a a nagging injury. So, yeah. And you know how Madison is. I, I don't understand how this guy's still a backup. It's absolutely insane. And Hunter has Cordell Cordero Patterson. Yeah, he's he dropped Trey. Two. He dropped Trey Sermon for him, but I mean, in hindsight, hindsight is always twenty twenty. Everything when you look back was the right move. We, but eh, we I guess it was good. Trades though. I'm trying to get rid of DeAndre Hopkins. Our league doesn't trade though. Nobody, everyone just holds on. I, I dropped Miles Gaskin. You can go get Miles Gaskin. Yeah, and I saw he's for boy, free. Yeah, I, I, I think I'm gonna put one. In. I think I put one in for him as soon as you. I saw that and you did that. I, I was looking at on my forklift. I saw that. And old boy dropped Chase Claypool. Yeah, I saw I'm that going too. in for that too. But it's the that's the thing that was Big him, Ben. He, he's so bad. He just, you ha- and you have Big Ben. He, he looks. Drop he looks so I mean, against the Packers. Too. The Packers versus the Steelers game that would have been an absolute uh, monster of a showing. But we Big Ben was overthrowing his receivers. Was missing his receivers. Side. I think he had like go go back go. He has like yeah. two two throws over like like twenty yards in that game or something. It was. Man, Big Ben, dude. Uh, t- Father Time didn't just come for him, man. Father Time is is embodying Big Ben right now. That poor bastard. It, it, it's bad. At least Peyton Manning like took a shoulder injury, and you know, at least his downfall was rather like gradually slow. Big Big Ben's downfall was just abrupt, sudden, and it's just it just looks so bad for the guy. I feel for him, man. Yeah, I was watching the TV. They, uh, you think? Being a bench, yes or no? Oh hell yeah, oh, yeah. But I don't know who you benching for. We saw what uh, uh, Mason Rudolph is capable of. Dwayne Haskins. Mason Rudolph is, is should be the backup to the backup. Dwayne Haskins. You I mean, roll the dice. What do you got to lose at this point uh, with that defense? Not not a whole lot, but Big Our Ben f- is definitely losing you games because he just cannot operate that offense. Man, you have three great receivers. You put. Uh, a top five quarterback and into that into that team with those receivers, man, and you get you're getting thirty five to forty points a game. It looks like a it looks like the Chiefs' offense. That's true. You have uh, Chase Claypool, Deontay Johnson, and um, Juju Smith Schuster, and I mean that's mm-hmm. it, a top tier offense right there. And look at it's just Najee Harris. very Najee Harris, very bad. Just good lord. Because uh, BPN is been struggle, I almost two years. Cause he got hurt his shoulder, got hurt his back, got hurt his leg, got hurt his hand. They're saying like, you think Ben is done in football? Cause if you keep playing, it's such a struggle. They're one, they're one three. They lost the Packers. I don't know, I don't know that. Cause my boss says I say I'm going master off. You should be a starting quarterback over B Ben. Cause B Ben ain't certain get himself back together if not he's i don't think he can get back together uh, i don't know how long he's been in the nfl but Wait, he's he's at the tail end man yeah and uh old boy should have just retired last year let the steelers organization rebuild and you could have done them a favor yeah you know you fucking how i got fleece is how he's fleecing the fucking organization. at this point <laughs> if Jesus you lose the next Christ. game I would look to start trading away your 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 weapons. I, I trade away Juju and I trade away um, Deontay Johnson. You hold on to Claypool. You hold on to Claypool. Is Claypool oh, oh, not? Oh, on, oh, is oh, he oh, not oh, on the oh, level of those two? No, he's not on the level of those two. Deontay Johnson, you can go get a, a high pick for him. What do you and think? And Juju, obviously, uh, you can get probably uh, probably a, a second for for Deontay because he's he's that good. Yeah. And. Uh, Juju, you can go and get like 
like a third or fourth. But, I mean, he'd go to a team that can compete right away. I mean. Do you think Juju would be good in Denver? Oh, no. Now they have Jerry Judy, uh, Tim Patrick, uh, Cortland Sutton, and uh, Noah Fant. Noah Fant. And then one of the guys just went down. KJ Hamler is out for the year with the ACL injury. But, um, no, I think uh, once Teddy, Teddy comes back, the Broncos offense is going to start thriving again. And uh, So should I hold on to Teddy? Because I have a waiver wire in for uh, dropping Teddy for Tyler or Taylor Henneke. Nah, the, nah. The I, I, I've been sleeping on him for so long, man. And I think Henneke's just – I think he's for real. I think – He's number 15 and Lamar's number 14 in I, position range. I think that that boy um, has made a case to be owned on pretty much uh, every league. He's a, everybody, he's a stud, bro. Everybody hyped up, I mean myself included, Ryan Fitzpatrick. I mean, yeah. And the guy's not even, yeah. this, this Heineke or Heineke, he's not even getting the love that he got. Nuh-uh. And he's the 15th best quarterback in uh, fantasy right yeah. now. And he's outplayed Lamar, I feel like. That's why I'm looking to drop drop Teddy and go get his ass. I need, I don't know. What do you think, Hunter? Uh, I say it's up to you. Like, I mean, if you drop on the one Justin, if a trade, and the one Justin. That boy stinks. Uh. <laughs> He was scratching his nutsack, and he put his um, fucking fingers to his face. Sick um, bastard. Yeah, I heard that. Because mm. uh, how you feel about the Cowboys? I've been watching, I know I've been watching a lot. How you feel about the Cowboys? Are they going to Super Bowl? What's the word? Come, come tender? Contender? Are they a uh, Super Bowl contender? Uh, I like let Anthony go. Nah. No. Or, or playoffs. They, I mean, they better make the fucking playoffs. The Giants are ass. The Redskins, shout out to the Foreskins, they're ass. (laughs) I mean, besides their quarterback, who we just hyped up, Terry's good. Um, And then the Eagles, man, Jalen Hurts. He's for real. And Devonta Smith. He's real. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I mean, fuck. At this point, I'm trying to go after Kenneth Gainwell. Do you go ahead and pick him up and sit Miles Sanders, or do you go ahead and try to use Miles Sanders as trade bait? I mean, Gainwell that's the thing, has though, is, outproduced Miles Sanders heavily. And that's the thing, though, is that, like, the uh, the Eagles, for whatever whatever reason, they let uh, Kenneth Gainwell get, like, five, six catches out in open space, and he does what he does, obviously. But they hand off Miles Sanders the ball, like, eight. Okay, they're, uh, for the last three weeks, he's probably been handed the ball off probably, like, 25 times between three games, which is absolutely terrible for a running back. How is anybody going to get going off of 25 carries? I, like, I, I mean. I think he had, like, nine carries for seven yards or some shit like that. Yeah, I mean, this, you, you got to feed the guy, bro. And I think in one of the games, they abandoned yeah, sure. the run so early. I think he had, like, five touches. Like, that's just terrible. I don't like, know. Yeah. I mean, is it because of the play of uh, Hertz? I mean, he's well, they've been throwing a lot, so I don't know. Yeah, well, that's the thing, too. Yeah, they've been throwing a, a crap ton. So I don't know. I don't know how you remedy that situation, but I don't know. The NFL's weird. It's just like they uh, everyone completely has given up on uh, on the run game. So lean back, my boy. Bring the mic to you. There you go. But, uh, yeah, no, it's okay. Go ahead. And shout out to the Jets for getting a win. Yeah, both giant, both New York teams. Yeah, it was Daniel good. Jones is for real. Apparently, Daniel Jones. Oh yeah. Who'd they beat? 
Oh, what are we talking about here? The, the, the Giants. Giants. The Giants, did they beat the... Uh, uh, I did just beat the I know that Giants did beat the... I forgot the Giants did beat. Uh, I forgot who they beat. Yeah, I don't even know. Was it New Orleans? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was New Orleans. It was New Orleans? Kenny Galladay had a... New fun. Orleans? Kenny Galladay had a... Finally had a fucking game. I put him in my lineup. I win. <laughs> I hate fantasy. It's always the one or the other. Always the one or the other. But, uh... Yeah, I don't know, man. We, we... Yeah. I don't know what to say. My team sucks. Ooh, but, it's uh, depressing. Your team sucks. My team sucks. And you drafted a shit ton of running backs. And none of them panned out. I had to drop Miles Gaskin. He doesn't even play. The offensive line in Miami is so bad that uh, my boy gets hit in the backfield. And then on top of that, apparently he can't pass protect. So they don't even put him in for pass, pass protection for even for a chance for a dump off. And then on top of that, the offensive play calling is absolutely goddamn abysmal. So it, the Dolphins looked like how the Dolphins were supposed to look two years ago when everyone was hyping them up or saying that, you know, the Dolphins are back, we're going to have a competitive season. They look like absolute dog shit. I, I take the Jets beating the Dolphins by four touchdowns. Easy. Dolphins yeah. suck. God damn. Fantasy sucks. And then on top of that, who, who <laughs> else am I running back? Oh, and I had uh, Gus the Bus Edwards. He dies before he even plays in the season. So that pick was wasted. So, yeah, uh, two out of the four running backs. I drafted four starters. Two of the four uh, are still on my roster. The other two might as well uh, have taken those picks and wrote an N.A. on it because they mattered for shit. So, yeah, man, that's uh, that's fantasy football for you. Yep. Yeah, I don't know. I, yeah. Well, I thank God I, I drafted uh, fucking four starting running backs because if I didn't, then I'd have no starting running backs. Like I'm hitting me. at fifty percent for running backs right now. Yeah, I don't have any running backs. I don't even have a fucking receiver. DeAndre Hopkins is succeeding catches to AJ Green. I think he's still injured. I think he's still dealing with a nagging injury. But uh, DeAndre Hopkins doesn't miss games, so he's just going to play through it, even though he's not a hundred percent. So I imagine in the next two or three weeks he'll be back up to what he was doing before. Too many mouths to feed. That's true. Yeah, Kyler Murray. He, he likes to spread it. I mean, fucking James Conner. James Conner. He's like the ninth or eighth best fantasy running back. And that's just because he vultures touchdowns, though. He has like six touchdowns. Yeah, I mean, Jesus Christ. Fuck you, DeAndre. God damn. (laughs) He hasn't even had a 100-yard game yet. I think A.J. Green's had two. Shout out to Cooper Cup, though. I have Cooper Cooper Cup. God damn! You just stole a Cooper Cup in that trade. I told you to do it, but he's done. Oh man, I don't think he would have done it. I mean, the guys—they—they they even have Cooper Cup at twenty-one points as a projection, outscoring some quarterbacks in the league. That's like two points off of Joey Burrow going against Green Bay, which I think Jerry Burrow is going to light us up. Three hundred yards, three touchdowns. Yeah, no, it wouldn't surprise me. No, no, uh, no, Jair. We didn't trade for Stefan Gilmore. We could have gave them a sixth round pick. We could have gave them a fucking a handy and a pack of gum, and they would have farted it. in a bag, trapped it, and let them smell it. Here for Stefan. I mean, that was the Panthers fleeced the shit out of the Patriots. Sure. But yeah, no, I don't know. It's gonna 
Aaron Rodgers and that offense doesn't have to be playing lights out. Our defense is too young. And not inexperienced, but they're just too young. And the, ba- and the Bengals have a sneaky good defense. Their defense is, like, ranked nine in fantasy. So, they're, they've they been playing really good. Tyler Boyd, I'm not going to start them against yeah. Green Bay, obviously. Yeah. You wouldn't start? Yeah, no. You'd Maybe you'd start the – yeah, I wouldn't start the Packers D against Cincinnati. I'm starting uh, the Chargers uh, going against Cleveland. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a safer bet. I think Baker Mayfield will make some mistakes. Uh, the Chargers, I mean, they have an awesome pass rush, and they have uh, they have a really good defense. They've been surprising this year too. Well, I have fancy. I have Giants defense and Giants defense and uh, Monday defense, uh, Vikings and the Rams. Cause I would go for Giants. The Rams play tomorrow. They play against Seattle. Are you starting the, the Giants or the Rams? Uh, my big league, I said, uh, see, my big league I have is Giants Bears. I watch football against New Orleans Saints. And then Smalley, my yearly, uh, Aaron Rams on the bench, and then Vikings gets Detroit. Nice. Uh, well, I don't know. What do you do? Yeah, I don't know. Hopefully. Uh, I'm not looking. I fuck fantasy. That's how depressed I am about it at times. How do you feel about uh, the kid, Justin Fields, is a starter quarterback again? And that's one thing that I don't understand is uh, you go and draft this kid in the first round, and then uh, you say that if Andy Dalton is healthy, he's the starter. Look, if you're going to waste a first-round pick on a kid, he should just be your starter automatically. Okay, because Jordan Love. There, there is, there is no more the the in the old NFL of letting the first round pick sit behind the quarterback. And the Jordan Love situation is is completely different. And th- and this is why. Yeah, it's true. Aaron Rodgers is a starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Aaron Rodgers is a future uh, Gold Jacket uh, candidate uh, at some point in the future. Yep. Andy Dalton is a future uh, Burger Flipper at McDonald's in the next three years. All right. <laughs> Andy Dalton is dog water. You saw what he did with the Bengals. I mean, give. I mean, in his prime, in his prime, Andy Dalton was decent. He was he was okay enough to lead the Bengals to uh, a playoff appearance. All right. Yep. It, it, he's not he's not better than Justin Fields. I don't know why you go and, and you stick Justin Fields. If he's gonna learn from somebody, let it be an Aaron Rodgers. Let it be uh, Drew Brees. Let it be Tom Brady. Let it be you know somebody that's actually worth their weight. In the NFL, Andy Dalton. What 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 is uh, Justin Fields going to learn from Andy Dalton? You know, what why why would you draft him just to put him on the bench, just to sit him, just for him to start, for him to suck, and then because your organization is so shit, you're like, well, you know, uh, we got Nick Foles, we got Andy Dalton. We it's a competition, it's an open competition, and every week, it's an open competition every week until you get to the to game week or a few days away from from playing another game, and you're like, you know what? Justin Fields starts. That's too much, man. That, yeah. That's too much for a young quarterback to deal with. You're already screwing the kid, so he he has less chance to be successful. I, I just never understood that with uh, organizations, you know, drafting these kids um, right out of college, and they're like, yeah, you just go sit on the bench. We'll use you when we're 0-6, when morale in the team is down, while we suck, while the, the head coach is being threatened to get fired. You know, we'll start you then. Yeah, like, that doesn't fire. make any sense, man. Because I think about Justin Fields going against Christian. Justin Fields won one game last one game, and they got eight down one and one. 
Just videos get three, three, four pits, no touchdowns, over four yards passing. I think you be okay against finish the whole season. I will say this: what separates uh, Trevor Lawrence from Justin Fields, and why does Trevor Lawrence get to start? Because he went to a, a team needy uh, uh, or quarterback team, a quarterback needy team in Jacksonville when they had Gardner Minshew who, who played pretty decent I mean what what's the difference he's a he's a consensus number one, number one overall pick he played at Clemson so I mean he, he's supposed to start no I don't understand that I think it's because they know Jacksonville's fucking dog shit and the Bears are dog shit too but it's just kind of one of those where maybe the Bears thought they were better than what they thought Maybe they were. Yeah, I can I mean, see that. Maybe they, you know, they know they have a fighting chance with Dalton. They don't have to throw Fields out in the fire like that. But now they're in a situation where David Montgomery's gone. They're in panic mode. They know the man, you know. And then if you think about it, the, uh, the NFC North isn't really that strong, honestly. You Not got really. the Lions. I mean, they could have. They could have had a the chance. The Vikings, and then them, and then the Packers. They know Green Bay's going to run it. as long as Aaron Rodgers is there. Yeah. Green Bay's going to be relevant. True. And then. Goff doesn't have enough weapons in and and Detroit and then yes tie in they uh, then the Vikings the Vikings are the Vikings I mean they they they're scary but they're just too injury prone yeah and then so then maybe, maybe that's why they thought okay well we got we can ride Dalton as long as we can and we can shield Justin from it you know then we got a chance you know so now I, I, now they're in a situation where they know the Lions are ass the Vikings are ass. So now they're going to, all right, fuck it. Let's go. Let's go play the. We're going to have to play this guy. And let's you know see what, what he can do. And I called like it before the season even started. And I'm kind of off tangent here. But uh, I also said that they they start Justin Fields after like week four, yes, sir. week five. Because if you look at the Bears opening schedule, they play against like the like their first four games are against like like the top ten pass rushes. And maybe three of those teams are top five pass rushes in the NFL. You know, so you go out, you sit, you send out, oh, sack of potatoes, Andy Dalton. You let him go get injured like he did, and you save your young QB for uh, better, better days. So, not too far off on that. Yeah, not too far. Well, uh, I heard uh, the Packers are coaches deal, but tomorrow the former Cowboys names Jenny Smith. He's try to come to Packers defense. Yeah, I don't mind Jalen Smith, honestly. We need help at the linebacker spot. He'd fill a void and a need that we that we need, honestly. And, you know, he's a former second-round pick. He, he he did come through a lot of adversity by that ACL tear his senior year at uh, Notre Dame. But, you know, he's a playmaker. He's 26 years old. He has to be better than what we have on the field or what we have on the roster, honestly. Yeah, so, I don't know. Nah, we need all the help we can get on our defense. It's it's just drastic. Our poor defense looks like the Chiefs' defense. We have a great offense, but held back and uh, continually going to be uh, restricted by our defense. So yeah, that's well, true. I, I think all y'all ready for a tip basketball season starts soon. Oh, of course. Yeah. Of course, you have. Yeah, yeah now I'm waiting for that. It's about 34 days away. 34 days away, and can't come I'm fast enough. Yeah, no, I can't wait. I can't wait for some tech basketball. I can't wait for some tech baseball. I don't know. There's just something about 
the winter sports that I love. Sure. We're actually competitive is probably yeah. what it is. And we actually stand a fighting chance to actually win something. Fuck Chris Beard. Mark, Mark Adams gives us a fighting chance. Mm-hmm. I mean, he got uh, some four-star recruit for the 2023 class point guard. Yeah, I mean, our, the guy can recruit. I want to see I want to see our tech. And the thing that I'm mostly excited about and is just to see how we look. I want to see if we look as good as advertised, you know? We're oh. making a big thing in this offseason. We got this player. We got this transfer. We got this. We got that. We got this. But, you know, it's also another thing where we're not running a motion offense anymore where we have to pass, 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 and then put up a shot with fucking 10 seconds left. We got this head coach out of Portland State who I think at one point led the nation in shots per game. Yeah, I and he had a uh, yeah led the nation like in his years there like three or four years he led the nation in shots per game and they averaged a certain amount of points. The even Mark Adams came out and said in this press conference that I saw when I was on overnights last week, his little twenty five minute press conference. He came out and said they're going to be shooting more threes. That's right. So it's going to be yeah. That's good. I mean, I'm excited regardless if we got these players or not. It's going to be an offense where the the Mark Adams and then Coach Barrett Peary, Perry Peary came out and said, no, we're going to be more fast-paced. We're going to be up and down the court. That's we're going to be, be throwing shots We're going to have a high-octane offense with a uh, matching a high-octane defense because we, obviously we were known for our defense. So it's going to be super interesting to see how that plays out. And it looks yeah. like we got some shooters on our team, man. That's one thing that we always needed on these tech teams. We always had these athletic – uh, uh, freaks on our team, but we really didn't have those shooters. But yeah, it looks like so, we no, emphasize yeah. more on shooters yeah, now. It's gonna so. be exciting, especially with with uh, Beard out of here. Now we're gonna they're they're not gonna be afraid to throw up shots. And Adams and the assistant coach Barrett Perry or Perry. Sorry if I'm saying your name wrong, but yeah, they came out and said, "Now we're gonna be throwing up shots. We're not gonna be afraid to shoot the ball. We're not gonna be running a motion offense. We're gonna be going to we're gonna be driving." And he said, uh, Coach Adam said, we're going to be driving and literally kicking the ball out to shoot a three. And he said, we're going to be shooting a lot more threes. So that's Let's good. get it. That's true. Because uh, I say my biggest star on the roster, key play this year, it's going to be the kid from Florida State. And the kid, well, the kid from, uh, is a freshman, number 23, uh, Ego. I call him his last name, Ego. They say he could be a great shooter. Him, Forsey, and him both could be great shooter, three-pointer shooter yeah. contest. Well, uh, yeah, I don't know. You know. I'm ready for all that. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, and I think uh, I honestly think that's it for this this episode of the Delunatic show. Yeah. I can't speak, man. Look, we've been talking for how long? We've been talking. What, what's the runtime? We here? are in an hour and twenty three minutes. We're almost an hour and a half into this, man. My draw's tired. We've been talking. Yeah, uh, we're yeah. both. We all just got off work, so you know we're all uh, a little bit uh, drainy. So you know we're just uh, you know this is we'll be uh, streaming a little bit more. We're gonna have a little bit more podcast out there in the future. You know, we're gonna be a little bit more uh, uh, on time with our schedules. Yeah, we should make a Twitter account. Yeah. I, I can, I can make, make a Twitter. Too. Yeah, we'll but figure it all out. We'll have this episode posted uh, shortly on the internet, so you guys will be looking out for that. Uh, stay tuned next week. You know, we're gonna be bringing a little bit more energy. I kind of want to get more into more into some uh, some energy on this thing. You know, because we definitely had some talking and that's right. Uh, it was just more like you know, just kind of chill, relax. But um, yeah, I want to bring some uh, some of that heat that we got. So. 
This is your boy, your boy, your boy, Titten, and I am signing out. You guys have a good one. Yeah, no, uh, it was a pleasure. We uh, hopefully, like he said, we continue to put out some more content. We're, we're going to try to do it better on the social media and all that good stuff. Uh, Hunter, next time you got to just hop in. Me and your brother get carried away. We get, yeah, this podcast thing was a good idea. So, that's true. Uh, that what you mean. I just boy says it's true a lot. I don't I get, uh, I don't want to interrupt you know, y'all talk. No, I know. Interrupt us. That's cool. It's because I like to listen y'all get the facts going. It's stuck in my head. I had, to, I had to answer those questions y'all saying. I just yeah. got there with my mouth. Yeah, I, I should hop in more talking. I'm not saying, oh, the word lot is. <laughs> nah, just playing. But for me, we'll try our best to uh, keep going and have some weekend. It's for me, I think I'm, I'm out on this one. Oh, one question though. My last is shout out to Adams. Gave me my A Packers helmet. Yeah, Hunter got a Devontae Adams Packers helmet. Shout out to Chick fil A, if anybody. Oh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, no. Um, that was good, Hunter. You know, love you guys, and hopefully we can make this a continuous thing. Hopefully, like the both of them said, we can continue to stream this, and uh, this is where I'll end it. You guys have a good day. Peace up, A Town Down. That's it. Football's most